In 1 Samuel, there is a beautiful story of some parents who recognized the child that they had received from God was only theirs for a brief time. In 1 Samuel, Hannah and her husband Elkanah had been waiting so, wanting so very much to have a child for a long time. Hannah found the burden of not having a child almost unbearable, and she pleaded with God to give her a son. Some of you have known that struggle. Some of you have longed for a child and not understood why you weren't able to have, and then finally God blessed you with it. Some of you are still in that struggle And we want you to know our hearts and our prayers are with you. When Hannah finally received this son out of a heart overflowing with thanksgiving and gratitude, she responded by recognizing her need to give Samuel back to the Lord. 1 Samuel 1 verse 27, she says, I prayed for this child and the Lord has granted me what I ask of him. So now I give him to the Lord. For his whole life, he will be given over to the Lord. And she worshiped the Lord there. Then Hannah prayed and said, My heart rejoices in the Lord. And the Lord, my horn is lifted high. My mouth boasts over my enemies. For I delight in your deliverance. There is no one holy like the Lord. There is no one besides you. There is no rock like our God. In a powerful way, Hannah realized that Samuel wasn't hers to possess forever, but simply a treasure entrusted into her care for a period of time. And her responsibility was to prepare this gift from God to become a very special servant to the Lord. Like Hannah, in some ways, all of us who are parents must realize that our children are not ours to possess forever, but are entrusted into our care from our Father in heaven. And with that great blessing is a great responsibility to nurture them and to care for them and to develop faith within them so they will grow up to be his treasured possessions. Several in our church family have been blessed in the past year to become parents. Some have been parents before. For some, this is the very first time. But all of them have received a great treasure and gift from God. To remind ourselves of our sacred responsibility that we as parents have toward our children, we're going to invite in just a few moments those who are parents to come forward and receive a gift from the church and a blessing and a share in the giving of a covenant. But first, I want you to know something a little more about a, a major initiative, the Faith at Home thing that we've begun this year. We've created the Faith at Home Center, which is a wonderful resource. But uh, Hillary Hoover and uh, Haley Thompson are going to come and share with you some things about what we're giving to parents and how we're trying to help equip them to grow faith in their children. Good morning. My name is Hillary Hoover. I'm one of the student ministers here. Um, This morning, as we're celebrating these new lives and entrusting God to care for these families, and we're committing to walk alongside these new parents, I want to remind you of something. Moms and dads, 
have the biggest influence on their children and teenagers' faith. You've heard us say that before. You just heard Keith say that. Um, You've heard us encouraging you to take responsibility for leading your children and teenagers to Christ. And we're going to keep reminding you of this. But at the same time, we want to help you succeed in this effort. And so that's why we're introducing Faith Path this morning. Faith Path is a clear plan to lead your child and teen to Christ. By celebrating spiritual milestones on specific birthdays, it will provide a way for you to have spiritual conversations, teach God's truth, and share his love with your children and teenagers. The milestones on the faith path will start at birth and end at launching your teen into adulthood. So Haley's now going to tell you about parent dedication, which is the first step on the faith path. Hi there, I'm Haley Thompson, and I'm Children's Ministry Resident here at Greenville Oaks. Um, This morning, as we celebrate these families, we're excited to add this new layer to this wonderful tradition we've had for so many years. Um, Along with the gift of the Bible and a letter from the elders, each family will also be given a My Faith box. That's this right here. Um, As they begin the Faith Path journey, And in our commitment to partner alongside you as you devote yourselves to raising your child in a God-honoring home, we give this gift filled with resources in order to help you do so. As Hillary shared, we wholeheartedly believe that the home is the primary place for faith to be nurtured and a child to grow spiritually. The Parent Dedication Milestone celebrates your commitment as well as ours as a church family to do all that we can to see these precious children come to know Jesus and continue growing throughout their faith path. In each Bible given this morning, a coupon can be found. Each family being honored may take the coupon to the Faith at Home Center following service to receive their My Faith box. This special box can be used to house keepsakes throughout their child's life and spiritual journey. Within the box also comes the My Faith book. Each child will have their own book serving as a means to record important memories as well as for parents to draw inspiration for activities for their families to do together. Lastly, inside the My Faith box, the parent dedication kit can also be found. The resources in this kit give parents more insight on the purpose and design of Faith Path. It includes a recipe card about beginning the routine of prayer with and for your child and contains the parent dedication pointer and a video which give a further explanation about this important and foundational milestone in the child's faith development. We believe in the power of joining together in this task and are excited to see these resources be used as a powerful tool guiding conversation and beginning to plant seeds of faith in the hearts of our children. And so we have a great opportunity to introduce to you our newest additions to Greenville Oaks. And I just want to also remind us, we're reminding our parents that we as a church family have a heavy responsibility in supporting through words and action on behalf of these families and pray that you will continue to do so for them 
so that this is a family that they want to be at until their children grow old and are ready to go out into this world. And so as I, I'm going to be calling in alphabetical order the families, uh, and then when you hear your name, you will come forward and stand somewhat behind me. Uh, at this first service, we are honoring three of those families. Bradford Belcher, parents Nick and Ashley. Avery Bruton, parents Tom and Michelle. Elliot Cobb, parents Chase and Tara. Sophie Dotson, parents Brian and Shay. Adeline Fisher, parents CJ and Lisa. Grayson Fur, parents Quaid and Brittany. Nolan Haven, Havens, parents Ronnie and Nikki, and sister Reagan. And parents, if you, uh, elders, if you'll also come forward. Paige Harrell, Corey, parents Corey and Jamie. Ethan Kirby, parents Tim and Jill. Grace Mabry, parents Mike and Julie. Annabelle Moore, parents Chris and Bethany. Layla Morton, parents Tyler and Amanda. William Pritchett, parents Bill and Wendy. Emma Ray, parents Matt and Anna. Evelyn Chartung, parents Brent and Mary. Ashton Shivers, parents Michael and Shannon and brother Tyler. Liam Thomas, parents Ryan and Sarah. Levi Turnbow, parents Billy and Lori. Savannah Wages, parents Jeremy and Kendall. Brianna Walker, parents Shelby and Tammy. Hannah Way, Parents Randy and Allison and brother Eli. Adeline Williams, parents Jordan and Mallory. Caleb Woodrow, parents Joshua and Caroline. I'm asking the uh, Havens family to come up to the microphone, but I would like the other two families to be on other on each side. Okay. Parents on stage with us, would you please help me in reading the Parents' Covenant? 
We accept all children as an inheritance from God and this child as a unique gift. We dedicate our child to him and we dedicate ourselves to do our very best in raising up this child in the Lord. We will protect this child from harm with all our strength. We will teach this child to trust, to walk, to search for truth. We will love and discipline this child in the way God has loved and disciplined us. We will treasure the moments and collect the memories that each day holds. We will tell the stories that build faith and shape character. And we will give this child a legacy of wonder and wisdom. We will, with God's help, instill within this child a love for God, which will last a lifetime. Lord, we solemnly accept the call of parenting. Elders, if you would, uh, make sure you surround these families and as we pray together. Would you join me in prayer? Father, we come to you on behalf of each one of these families today. We thank you for the blessing of these children that you have entrusted to each family. We're thankful and honored that you've given them to us. Father, we pray that as we've heard these families make this covenant that uh, you will bless each father, each mother, each newborn, and each sibling. Father, we pray that you would provide each child the protection uh, the nurturing, the support of friends and family that each one needs to, to grow physically and spiritually. Father, we ask that you would provide each parent the wisdom to raise their child so that they will love you and, and walk in your steps. Father, we pray that each family would keep you first in their lives. We pray that each husband would love his wife and each wife would love her husband. And Father... May they model this love for their children. Father, may each family, may each mother and father love each other as you have loved us. Father, each of these families, uh, as each of these families begins keeping the words of the covenant that they've made, we ask you provide them wisdom. Father, provide them grace and mercy and love. We pray that as family and friends, uh, we'll provide whatever support we can to these families. Father, most of all, we ask that you protect each family and each child from the evil one. Father, we ask that you accept this covenant of these families. You provided the blessing of these children, and we thank you again for that. And we now ask that you provide whatever blessings they may need to to raise these children so that they may know you. And Father, we ask all these things in the name of your Son, Jesus. Amen. You can all be seated. Who's with your presence? You alone are worthy of our reverence. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. As for me, Serve the Lord as for me and my house. 
Children are very important to Jesus. Many times in the life of our Lord, we find him interacting with children, often in a way that would greatly bless them, either directly or indirectly. And, and also in teaching his disciples important things for them to know, he would employ children. One example of that is in Mark chapter 9, Jesus wanted to teach his disciples something really important, and he he had a child. He said in verse 36, he, he took a child and had him stand among them. Taking him in his arms, he said to them, whoever welcomes one of these little children in my name welcomes me, and whoever welcomes me doesn't welcome Me, just me, but the one who sent me. I think that indicates how seriously Jesus takes our responsibility to welcome children, to receive them, to embrace them. You probably can remember, if you think back, someone in your childhood, some person who was very special to you, not because they were your parent or grandparent or aunt or uncle, or, but because they took an interest in you and you were really significant to them. 
last Sunday. Cindy and I had the privilege of worshiping at another church. We worshiped with our daughter uh, and her family because they were doing this for our two-month-old grandson, Austin. First time we'd ever had the privilege of being at one of those of our grandkids. And we were delighted to be there. It was a wonderful worship service, wonderful focus on kids. And we appreciated that. But what I really noticed wasn't anything that happened in the worship center. It wasn't what was happening during that time. It was what happened before and after out in the foyer and in the hallways as people that I don't know would talk to our our little granddaughter, our three-year-old, because a two-month-old is clueless if you're talking to them. But they talked to our little three-year-old granddaughter, and you could tell they knew her, and they appreciated her, and they made her feel very special. I remember one guy who had been with her in children's worship. He came and and he was talking to her and telling her what a wonderful job she did of praising God and worshiping. And he took out his phone and he had a picture, actually they had several pictures of autumn worshiping and children's worship. And he he got, got down and he showed them to her and he told her how great that was. We have a responsibility as a church to welcome our children. Not because we're their parents or grandparents or aunts or uncles or teachers, but because we're part of this family of faith. And the responsibility that we've talked about that so keenly felt and rightly so by parents, cannot be born just by parents alone. But all of us need to join together to bless these children, to care about them, to make them know that they are significant and they are loved by God, but they're loved by us as well. This morning, I want to challenge every member of the Greenville Oaks Church family to be someone who notices kids and gives them attention and makes a difference in their lives. Not just the ones that we've introduced and you've seen the pictures up here today, but all of our children. One way to begin that is to just know them by name. I know we can't know all of these by name. I can't. I used used to be able to. I, I can't do it anymore. But there are some that you interact with, that your life intersects with, Don't pass over the incredible opportunity God is giving you to be a difference maker in the lives of these kids. You will be so blessed by that, and they will too. So this morning, we want to join together in affirming our commitment to doing just that, to being a people of God who help parents nurture and safeguard this incredible gift he's given into our care. We're going to make a covenant together. 
We are a covenant people because we have a God who is a covenant-making and covenant-keeping God. He is a God who keeps his promise never to leave us or to forsake us, never to give us more than we can bear. And so just as our God has done, our Father in heaven has done with us, so it is good and right for us to enter into a covenant with one another to do what God calls us to. And we want to ask all of the members of our Greenville Oaks Church family to stand together. And if you're here as a guest, you're invited to if you want to stand as well. And we want to share in, in making this covenant together to be difference makers for our children. Do we have it there? Would you say these words with me? We will be extended family for these new parents. We will offer our personal help and encouragement when needed. We will refrain from unfair criticism and snap judgments. We will give them advice when asked and support them with prayer without being asked. We will listen to their stories, share their concerns, and look at their pictures. We will learn their names and share with them our stories. We will give our hearts to these families and love them as Christ has loved us. As promising people with a covenant, we ask God to bless our time together and the promises we've made. And Harold Tidwell, one of our elders, is going to lead us in prayer asking God's blessing and exactly that. Before we go to the Lord in prayer, I'd just like to say that as a child, I still remember the members of the congregation that I grew up in that called me by name and encouraged me all along. I had a little bit difficult time because it seemed like as a child, every man had the same first name and every lady had the same first name. I remember Brother Terry. I remember Brother Yakely. I remember Brother Trezevant when I was young. And I finally realized as a teenager, I guess, that they actually had first names. But I remember them speaking to me and encouraging me and asking me questions as if nearly I was an adult and it was so special to me. These kids grow up. Uh, you saw Haley and Hillary standing up here a few minutes ago. I don't know that they had baby dedication here, but they have been in this congregation a long time and they grew up here. Others that have done likewise. I remember as if it was just a few days ago that my grandson baby dedication. Uh, I remember later Cheryl Patton talking about being his Bible school teacher in the, when he was four years old. Well, this January, he got a car, and he's now driving, which is a shock to a grandparent. Uh, it, it, it's amazing to see, see how this happens. But the parents need the grandparents, and they need all of us in the congregation to help them with to encourage the parents and to encourage the children. And as Keith said, call them by name when we can. I know it's difficult uh, with as many as we have coming in, but us, us try as a congregation to do that. Would you go with me in prayer, please? Dear God, our Father, I thank you so much for life. I thank you that through the miracle of birth, we are able to receive these babies. Lord, I know as a grandfather, they grow up very quickly. I pray, Lord, that we as a congregation would be there for them 
at each stage of their life. We would be there for their parents at each stage of their children's life, that we would help them, we would encourage them. Lord, we thank you so much for blessing us here at Greenville Oaks with such great families. We thank you, Lord, that we continue to have babies. We have a large number of babies being dedicated today. Very soon we will have our high school graduation service and we will have about the same number of high school graduates. We thank you, Lord, that your plan is as it is. I thank you for Greenville Oaks. I thank you for each family, for each of these parents, for each grandparents. And Lord, I thank you for these beautiful babies. Thank you for being our God and thank you for Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. It's his name we pray. Amen. Thank you very much. Fear not, my child, we are standing right beside you. Fear not, my child.